welcome to Dads with Daughters. In this show, we spotlight dads, resources, and more to help you be the best dad you can be. Hey everyone, Chris Lewis from Dads with Daughters podcast. Thanks so much for being back again this week. Always excited to be able to talk to you about amazing people, amazing resources that are out there to help you be better dads. And today, I'm actually going to share with you a really cool resource that I just became aware of because of a past guest. One of our past guests was Di Manuel. He let me know about a really great podcast out there that Sarah McGill does. It's called Raising Fearless Girls. And while Sarah talks specifically to moms about it. I've listened to every episode that she does, and I was able to pull things out of each and every episode that she does because it is targeted toward moms, but a lot of the content is so, so important for you to be able to hear. I try to talk to you from a dad's point of view to you and have other dads be able to share those stories, but it's also important to be able to hear from other women about the experience that girls are having too, because we have to learn and grow, and not only from other dads, but from women too. Sarah, thanks so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. You know, it's my pleasure having you here today. I am so excited to be able to talk to you about your podcast, because as I said, I have been listening, been binging on it, and got all the way back to the beginning and came up to the forefront to be able to really delve deep and be able to hear what you're trying to build. Now, not everybody has. So first and foremost, what I want to have you do is tell me about the concept here of Raising Fearless Girls. Why did you start this podcast? Why is it so important to you? Great question. The podcast and the platform really started because my daughter was bullied back in the second grade. And it was pretty rough for her. And I didn't know how to handle it well as the adult. That was difficult to swallow and realize that in myself, I realized I was raising a very sweet, nice, good girl, both of mine. I have two daughters. But I wasn't raising them to defend their choices to be okay with who they were. And what happened was that, you know, she was bullied by some friends and it just got out of hand. And because of it, she changed a lot of things about herself. You know, she became very introverted and seeing that change in her was a huge catalyst for me to figure out wanting to do something anti-bullying. But the more I dug into this, the more I realized that it tends to be on the moms. And I'll say on the dads too, but a huge part for girls is that it's on the moms because we are their number one role model. They see what we do. They do as we do. And their personality is more likely to take on ours. If we're not defending our choices, if we're just being the nice mom, or even if we're being the mean mom, your daughter's going to pick up on that. So once I realized that it was my mission to start making moms more aware of how they are impacting and raising their daughters and that they need to raise raise fearless daughters. So take a moment and define for me, what is a fearless girl? A fearless girl is what I call the three C's. She embodies the three C's. She's capable, she is compassionate, and she is confident. Making sure that our daughters are capable of getting through daily life will help them ensure that later on in life, they're able to go out on their own and like you talk about, become better women in society. And starting that off early is very, very important. Compassion, being compassionate and not just being a nice kid. There's a difference. Being compassionate 
means that you're thinking outside of yourself. You are, and that in turn will actually make girls more confident and thinking about others, not always thinking about who they are, what they're doing or what's going on with them, but thinking about others will help them build up that confidence. So those are the three things that I'm trying to instill in my daughters to become fearless. Those are the three things that I found that really resonated when I was doing research and reading all about this, because trust me, after this, the bullying incident and everything, I went straight to my my library and tried to find everything I could on how to become a better mom and raise my daughters in a better way. And I think the challenge there is that there's a lot of different advice out there of what it means to be a good parent, what it means to be a good mom, what it means to be a good dad, and how to really raise resilient daughters. I mean, I've I've looked at them too. And, you know, there's not one seminal piece, there's not one seminal manual, in my opinion, that is out there that says, this is the one thing that you can do. But there's many things that you could do to try to build toward those three C's. And I I love the three C concept because I think all of us can do more to be able to have our daughters think about those aspects and be able to help them to better conceptualize what that means in their own lives. Now, your daughter was bullied back in second grade. You went, you got educated, you have tried to be able to now build a platform and you've built a platform to be able to help other moms to be able to do that. Talk about your daughters in regards to the learning that you have come to thus far. What has changed for you as a parent and how you parent them? And what has been the outcome of your efforts? All right. Well, I didn't mention this part, but the bullying that my daughter had to deal with really started because I was in a group of friends and a group of mom's friends, and I became bullied in a sense. And girl bullying is different. I will say that it is more relational aggression. It's being excluded. It's being talked about behind their backs. It's little small comments, and it's very sneaky the way girl bullying is done. And it's it happens with women too. And I think any woman out there can attest to it. But in my life as a child, I moved around so much. My father's job moved us around. And I was never in one place long enough, really, I think for anyone to care. It was like every two years or so we would move. And I never had this issue. I never dealt with bullying or relational aggression in that sense. So when it happened to me as an almost 40-year-old woman, it was very strange and very uncomfortable. And I didn't know how to handle it. And so, like I said, it happened to me first and I backed away from these moms and then my daughter sort of got the backlash. And that made it very obvious to me that a lot of what these little girls are are hearing and, and the way that they become, their personality comes out is what they take on from their mothers. So being aware of that, I made it my number one priority was to better myself so that I could ensure that my children, my daughters were good people. I knew I had to start raising my daughters differently. So there was a huge change there. But the fact that my daughter was having these problems from the bullying already, the anxiety that she was experiencing, it was very, very hard to try to pull her out of that. We actually had to get her moved to a different classroom. And it was very difficult. Chris, it's so hard watching your 
seven-year-old go from this bubbly, sweet, fun, wear whatever I want, just have a great time, I'm silly, I'm crazy personality to questioning what she's going to wear to school the next day so that no one notices her or makes fun of her. It was really hard. So I knew the only way to get them out of that was not necessarily to try to change the other little girls, but to try to change my daughter's thinking. And I also did not, like I said, I did not handle it well either. I didn't know how to go speak to the moms and try to get them to talk to their daughters. In my mind, I thought this isn't going to do any good. I had kind of attempted it once and it just didn't work. And I thought, well, how am I going to handle this on my own? And again, it was to change myself, change the way I saw the situation and to show my daughter that, to show her that we were going to make a change in ourselves. And so we started doing different things. I started taking her to gymnastics. In fact, I took her to gymnastics class. She wanted to try it. And the very first class, she was smiling and laughing and jumping and getting along with the other kids, other girls in the class. And at the end, I remember walking up to the instructor and telling her, thank you so much. I have not seen my daughter smile like this in months. And I kind of told her what happened and she started crying and I started crying. It was just this moment that I knew that things were going to change. It was going to get better. So that was three years ago. Since then, have things changed? Absolutely. We've made some changes in our household. I talk with my daughters regularly. I have used some of the things that I've learned. A lot of the things I've learned from reading and doing research and talking to experts has really helped me see a whole different side of parenting and raising my daughters differently from the mom standpoint. So would I say things are better? Absolutely. And yet some days things are worse because I've, I've got a teenager on my hands. And so there's an up and down there as well. You can attest to that. You've got teens. But in general, I would say there has been a good shift. It's been for the better. The one who was bullied has now moved on to other friends, better friends. She's better at making friends and understanding when when a friend is maybe not a good friend and time to, to move on from them. You know, it's really hard, especially these days with technology and, you know, there's cyberbullying and, and things that just happen that um, I have seen between my own daughters and people that may be tangentially friends or um, even people that, that she thought were initially friends. And we've had to have some really strong conversations there about what you should or should not be doing, especially with technology, because they are connected in such a way that we were never connected when we were in that sense. At least connection for me when I was growing up, depending on when when you were growing up, was telephone, right? And if you say something to your to my to my daughter right now about, well, why don't you just call the person and talk to the person? And they're like, like, what are you talking about, Dad? That's exactly. not that is not what what we do. You know, instead I'll Snapchat 20 different little mini videos and and talk to the person that way. It goes over my head. But that being said, you know, uh, we've had to really have some strong conversations, especially about relationships and, and about what is a good relationship versus a toxic relationship in regards to what is happening in that relationship. We've had to talk about cyberbullying and, and what, you know, what consists of that and when to walk away and, and things like that. And, you know, it's, it's kind of sad, though, to hear the story that, um, you know, of adult adults bullying other adults in that sense. You know, you would hope that in this day and age that adults in similar situations can live with one, live and coexist with one another 
you know, even with the differences in backgrounds or differences in circumstances or whatever it might be that you can coexist, but not to tear people down. And because that does, and that impacts, I mean, whether you know it or not, your kids are going to learn that same behavior. And, mm-hmm. and it, and it, it's almost seems like from what that story you were saying, it almost seems like a, a sense of insecurity, you know, that people potentially had in that situation, but then it breeds further insecurity in others, which is crazy. So that being said, you know, I've listened, as I said, to all of your episodes so far, and I've really enjoyed, you know, hearing the perspectives from your experts uh, that you've been bringing on. Talk to me about some of the vision that you have for your platform and your podcast of where you're taking it and what you're trying to have people take away from the podcast, but also from the things that you're trying to share on your website. Yeah. And actually, if you don't mind, I want to mention, I want to quick circle back to what you were saying about the social media and the bullying that way and things like that. And how awful it is. Yes, that adults were doing this. And it was also through social media that this was happening to me. And so I have been very aware because of that. I've been very aware of how I know that that will go down with my daughter as soon as she starts using social media. So long, a while back, I guess she was probably sixth grade when she got her first phone. And we did not allow social media. To this day, she is still not allowed. So she's not on Snapchat. She's not on Instagram, Facebook, none of that. And a lot of her friends are. A lot of them are. And eventually we will give that to her. We will get there. But there will be a discussion of our family values and what is expected of her behavior before that happens. Because I saw how it was going on with adults. You know that it's happening with the girls. We already know. But if it was hurtful to me in such a short, small instance, I can't imagine what it would what it is like for some of these girls to deal with. So we have waited waited it out till we thought she was mature enough. And we've talked to her recently about possibly starting to put her on some social media um, with some rules and regulations. And of course, a discussion about family values. And I would say that's the number one problem with social media where parents, their kids get into trouble and get into, into issues is that there's not a discussion around what are our core values in this family. Because when you know those, then you can hope that more likely your daughters will make the right decisions when it comes to responding to something and or posting something. So I just wanted to mention about that. But going on, as far as the podcast goes, what's my hope for it? My goal is to just to reach as many moms as I can who obviously raising daughters who want to raise their girls to a higher standard possibly than they were raised. That said, I was raised very well, but I was raised differently than a lot of other girls that that are friends of mine. I was in a household of two other sisters. I was the middle child. And there was not a ton of family involvement. I mean, my father came to every single one of my track meets, things like that. But we didn't have a spend a lot of time together sitting down as a family and hanging out and having conversations. A lot of it was you know, lectures if something was going off. That's just the way my parents knew how to parent. It is what it is. And my goal is to help other moms understand that they can parent differently, that they can incorporate not everything that I bring up in the podcast, but that they can bring up these ideas from other experts that I bring on. 
and maybe some ideas that I have figured out that have worked for my family and and bring to light and help them, you know, hopefully they can use this to become better parents. And that was my goal. And I, like I've said before, I am not an expert on being, on raising girls. I'm not an expert, but I want to find the experts and make them and get the information from them and make it available to, to every other mom out there who wants it. I love that because I'm not an expert either. And I've, I've made that clear that, uh, you know, I think that every day you have to learn and you grow just like your kids are learning and growing because when your kids are born, there's no manual. There's no manual that any of us get. I mean, some people are lucky enough to have brothers or sisters and have been able to see parents that are well-adjusted and have been able to parent well. Others don't, and they have to basically learn by doing it or having good role models or having other community behind them to be able to help them to be able to be the best parent that they can be. So having resources available is so important in being able to encourage them to be able to think beyond themselves, to be able to look at and see how you can pull things out of the experiences of others. I think that's all so important because I'm the first to tell you, I don't know that I have everything right. I mean, only my, I guess my daughters could tell you if they think that I'm, I'm doing an okay job. And probably depending on the day, they would answer one way or the next, just like your, your kids would too. But that being said, you know, I think that it is important for parents to be able to have these resources, have shows like yours, have shows like this, to be able to, to listen to, to learn from, to be able to, to then grow from and be able to take their, their parenting to the next level. So, um, so I, I hear you and I commend you because I think that the voice that you're sharing is so important and it is such an important place to, to really be, to be able to help and to encourage others to be able to be more than they are right now. So talk to me about the next six months. Where are you going to be by the end of 2020? I guess it's not even six months. It's it's more than six months. But, but where are you going to be by the end of 2020? What's going to happen with your platform by the end of 2020? Well, growth is my number one hope, right? That's what we all want. And I would like to get out there and start speaking. I know that right now COVID is an issue, so I, we can't gather in groups. But I would love to get out and speak to moms one-on-one, speak to them in groups, talk to them about what it means to raise fearless girls and why it's so important. I think that we know it's it's important to raise our kids to be good citizens and to be kind to others and get the good grades and and things like that. But that is not the all-important I think that raising our girls to be fearless is something that I did not, I wasn't aware of, and I didn't see it as this big, important thing when they were younger. Like I said before, I was like, well, my kids are nice. They're good. They're not bullying other kids. But there's something to be said for a girl who has confidence and and can show compassion and not just be a bystander, but actually do something and stand up for others in that sense. And of course, like I said, be capable of doing all the hard things in life. So my goal would be in the next six months, I'd love to be out and talk to other mothers. I know there's a lot of mops groups out there, but you know, especially the girl moms about why it's so important to pay attention to how they're raising their girls. You know, I think that there's an audience for you, even with dads, too. I think parents in general, because, you know, there there is an important story to tell about the importance of raising fearless girls 
that needs to be heard, not only for mothers, but for fathers too, and for grandparents and for others in your community. Because, you know, there's so many things that go into um, being able to help girls to be able to break through the ceiling and be able to be fearless enough to know that that is possible for them. And, And that is something that I know women have to struggle with every day. And with that in mind, I mean, it's not just raising them, but it's raising them to be ready for their future. And that is beyond one gender. It's beyond, you know, the it's 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 both parents that have to be involved, in my opinion, for that. And I think, but I, I think that your your message is definitely something that everyone needs to hear to be able to help for the future. So keep it up because it is a great message and it's definitely something that everyone with daughters needs to be working toward. Now, I always finish my interviews with something called the Fatherhood Five. Now, you're not a father, but you're a mother. And I love the Fatherhood Five, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to call this the Parenthood Five today. So I'm going to ask you five questions to delve deeper into you as a parent. Are you ready? Ready. How would you describe a good father? Hmm, that's a great question. And the best way I know how to do that is to describe my husband because I think that he is an amazing father. And this man spends so much time with his daughters. He, you talked about getting down on the floor and playing with your kids. And he did that from the time they were so little. You call my daughters daddy's girls a little bit. They're also mama's girls, but you could attest to that, not just because he he loves on them and gives them whatever you know and um but because of the amount of involvement he has he volunteers at their school more than i do <laughs> he puts in more hours he's there once a year they do a full day of volunteering he does that every single year but a dad also who listens and is not just doing the talking but listens to his kids and at every age So there's listening to them when they're small and the things that they need when they're little, those immediate needs, but also listening when they're older, when they're not asking for anything. There's a point where dad has to be listening and helping when the daughter's not even asking for it. You have to be aware. Now, when was a time that you felt like you finally succeeded as a mother to a daughter? I should have thought about these questions before I came on this show. (laughs) You know, every time my girls want to talk and sit down and talk with me and spend that time with me now that they're older, that's when I know I've been done a great job or what I've done to succeed as a mother. When they're little, they always want to be around you. But when they're older and they have better things to do um, on their phones, their devices or with their friends, but they still want to spend that time with you, with me one-on-one, and they still do. When they ask me to play cards or sit down and watch this show or, or come talk about whatever's going on, that's when I know I've succeeded as a mother. How would your daughters describe you as a mom? <laughs> oh, a little bit crazy, fun, silly. I'm the mom who dances around the kitchen, but I can also be strict and, and put the rules down and you know get on them to get their chores done. But I'd like to, I think fun is another one too. They would say I'm fun. Now, who inspires you to be a better mom? My mom is one of them, who is one who inspires me to be a better mom. She's a great mother. She's loving and she's caring and she's so wonderful with my my daughters too. But also the moms in this mother's group that I've built. I do have a Facebook group of moms who want to raise fearless girls. And 
what they put out there, what they post, what they talk about, the questions they have, the concerns and fears they have. Watching them, listening to them, talking with them also inspires me to be better. And in the work that you do to raise fearless girls, what advice would you give to dads in raising fearless girls? I would say following along those same lines of helping your daughters learn how to be capable, how to be compassionate, and how to be confident. And for dads, that means talking with your daughters. That means telling them that they are capable, that they're beautiful, that they're capable of hard things and doing those hard things, and then doing some of those hard things with them, and then continuing to do those things until they are able to do the things on their own. And do things that aren't typical of what girls would do. I was listening to your podcast, the last one you had, and it was a, a webinar, I think, that you had with Eduardo. And he was talking about a specific instance when his daughter was little, and one of the dads at the daycare when they were picking up, the dad looked at his own son and said, oh, did you run around the yard today? Did you go play? Did you have adventures and jump around and, and get you know rough and tumble? And then he looked at Eduardo's daughter and he said, oh, you have such beautiful shoes, something like that. And I love that it sparked something in Eduardo. He said, I knew I had to make a change there. So my advice would be to do the things that you would do with your son, typically that we would say that, you know, is typically done with your son. Do those things with your daughter. Take her fishing, take her hiking, take her camping, show her Show her the safety of using a gun if that's what you, is that something you want to do? But show her how to use a computer. Show her how to fix something around the house. Do the things that you would typically do with a son. Do them with your daughter. I love that. And, and definitely, I think that uh, so many of us are trying to do that in different ways. So Sarah, if people want to find you, find your platforms, be able to listen to your show, where should they go? Yes, my podcast, Raising Fearless Girls, is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all the main ones. And if you'd like to follow me, I'm on at Raising Fearless Girls on Instagram and on Facebook. You can just do a search Raising Fearless Girls. We have, I have a Facebook page that you can follow as well as a Facebook group that moms can join. Oh, and RaisingFearlessGirls.com to get any other information. Well, Sarah, I thank you for being here today. Thank you for all that you're doing to be able to help individuals to raise fearless girls. It, it's it, it, You have a, a great platform that I highly encourage all to take a look at and to listen to, whether you're a mother, a father, a grandparent, whatever it might be. I appreciate all that you are doing. I thank you for being here and wish you all the best. Thank you so much, Chris. I appreciate you having me today. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Dads with Daughters podcast, we invite you to check out the Fatherhood Insider. The Fatherhood Insider is the essential resource for any dad that wants to be the best dad that he can be. We know that no child comes with an instruction manual, and most dads are figuring it out as they go along. And the Fatherhood Insider is full of resources and information that will up your game on fatherhood. Through our extensive course library, interactive forum, step-by-step -step roadmaps, and more. You will engage and learn with experts, but more importantly, dads like you. So check it out at fatheringtogether.org. If you are a father of a daughter and have not yet joined the Dads with Daughters Facebook community, there's a link in the notes today. Dads with Daughters is a program of Fathering Together. Find out more at fatheringtogether.org. We look forward to having you back for another great guest next week, all geared to helping you raise strong, empowered daughters and be the best dad that you can be. We're all in the same boat. 
is full of tiny screaming passengers We spend the time, we give the lessons We make the meals, we buy them presents Bring your A-game Cause those kids are growing fast The time goes by just like a dynamite blast Calling astronauts and firemen, carpenters and muscle men Get out and be the world to them Be the best dad you can be Be the best dad you can be